you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and today we're doing our fantasy season review. Some of our some of the best players, some of the worst players, and everyone else in between. Joining me today, Connor DiBiase. Welcome back, Connor. Thanks for having me, Michael. So let's talk, you know, season overall. Would you say, it, I mean, it was one of the oddest fantasy seasons of all time, would you say? One of the worst fantasy seasons. Yeah, it was between COVID and just the endless stuff, endless crap that happened during the season, the amount of injuries that players suffered, Tony Pollard being a snake. It was very bad. <laughs> Hate you, Tony Pollard. Well, the, you know the problem is, is that you know we we everyone knows I drafted Tony Pollard as a backup to Zeke, right? In case Zeke got hurt, which he did. But Zeke also played every game. But Tony Pollard and Zeke like split carries, like they split time. And you know I, I wouldn't really mind if if Tony Pollard, because I think we both know Tony Pollard is the better running back, right? I wouldn't really mind if Tony Pollard were given the number one role. I don't care, right? Because I have both of them. But it would have been nice to know which one of them is, you know, getting getting the starting role. I was very disappointed about that. The Washington football team defense, they suck. All right, they're terrible. That was so shocking. I mean, who could have predicted they were they they would have went from very good to very ass in just like one season. I mean, horrendous. Like, and you know what? My team, by the way, Connor, was pretty pretty darn good, I have to say. All right? For as much crap as I'm talking right now, I scored the most points in the league. I had I had one of the tougher schedules, I, I would say. I mean, I didn't have one of the toughest schedules. But I started out 1-3. Then I won 10 straight games. I won the divisional. And you know, at this point, I'm you know effectively I've lost the championship, but it was a pretty pretty good season for me. Talk to us a little about your team. Tell us tell us what what went wrong. The uh, story of my team was Ryan Tannehill is awful. I don't know how you convinced me to draft him, and then everything else was injuries. Um, I had Lockett early in the season. He was injured forever. And then also Wilson was injured, so that didn't help. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks went out for a while. Gronk was out half the year. Joe Mixon missed a bunch of games, like random games. Like 
one week he's playing, the next week he just misses one game. It feels like Chubb was out a while. Like I, I had a solid team in terms of scoring. Uh, I liked my team, but I, I could never get over the injury bug. It felt like. Um, yeah, I mean, like I, I, for me, I didn't have uh, that many injuries. Obviously, was yeah. my stud, and then Godwin died. Yeah. Uh, when I needed to win in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I would say for me, I mean, it wasn't that my, I mean, my team, again, they didn't let me down. You know, you win 11 straight weeks in fantasy, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't say that my team was, you know, bad. I mean, if you look at my team game by game, I mean, th- there was one week, I, I remember, my team put up 173 points. I mean, that was ridiculous, right? I mean, Brady put up 47. Pitts had 26. Remember that? I mean, it was just it was just one of those weeks where everyone kind of showed up. And, you know, again, I'm not disappointed in my team. I'm not unhappy with them. But, you know, it just felt like in the week when I needed to win the most, right? Everyone just kind of disappeared. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it any better. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that Zeke and DeAndre Swift, like, I get it, Swift's coming back from an injury, but, I mean, they put up nine nine together. Nearly, you know, like, that's just unacceptable. Like, Diggs, honestly, was not great this season. Like, fantasy-wise, he just wasn't that good. Kyle Pitts was, he was good. He wasn't incredible. He was, what, the fifth best tight end. So, I mean, it's, I'm not happy about that, but... You know, Michael Pittman was good. I just don't think I used him the right way. Hunter Renfro was a great pickup, but you fall short sometimes. That's what happens. Connor, let's talk about the biggest fantasy surprise of the season, Cooper Cup. I mean, yeah. what a season he's had. I mean, if you drafted him, I mean, basically you need an average team around him and you're probably going to the championship, right? Connor. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he leads the league in receptions. Taylor were like two complete beasts. Do you you remember when I was picking, when I I had my pick and I was picking between Zeke and Taylor? Yeah. And I picked Zeke. And at the beginning of the season, remember, like it looked like a good pick, right? Because Zeke was kind of humming along. Taylor was a bit quiet. And I thought to myself, oh, I made the right pick. Connor. I have to say I was very wrong, all right? Jonathan Taylor put up 20 total touchdowns, thousands of yards, on, you know, just just ruined my life, all right? I will never, I will never, ever live down that pick, will I? <laughs> like, yeah. what about Jamar Chase? I mean, my, let's... I gotta, can we do a pause? Yeah, yeah. I got to go for a quick sec. All right, all right. Be back. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Jamar Chase, I mean, I don't know. I felt like Jamar Chase, I know he wasn't super consistent, right? But he had some big weeks in me, Connor. I mean, you're coming off of his, what, like 56-point week here in championship week? I mean. A ton of people, their championships. Yeah. Probably cost some people their championships and probably won some people their championships. Because I'll tell you what. If you're in a dynasty league, I think Jamar Chase is going to be highly touted going into next season. 
I think pe- oh, people are going to look at Jamar Chase. I mean, he's the number three receiver right now. I don't know if this is PPR, but – Number five PPR. Number five PPR. He was probably drafted in, like, the fifth round. I mean, we had him really late because we really didn't know what he was. Also, that preseason was atrocious from Right. Him. And then, so I'm not blaming us. I mean, there's no way anyone could have seen that. I mean, listen, if you drafted Jamar Chase in the late rounds, no, good for you. And I'm sure he went in a lot of leagues, by the way, right? But no one drafted him in the first round. I mean, he's going to be a second-round talent next season. Second, third-round guy. I mean, he had a better season than Tyree Kill, than Stephon Diggs. I mean, those are, you know, I think the wide receiver core – this year really got sh- really was shaken up. There's the game. The game the players that won games were wide receivers this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like in past years, a lot of the time it was running backs, and obviously Jonathan Taylor still had that. But I feel like there weren't as many standouts. You know, I think it. I think it was because so many guys got injured, right? Yeah, I mean, right. you know, especially yeah. alignment. So many alignment were out yeah. a ton of games. I mean. Chunk the ball. Right. I mean, Jonathan Taylor had 360 points this season, right? The next highest guy had 45 points less than that, right? I mean, that that's I like two games, right? Yeah. But but still, I mean, Joe Mixon played 16 uh, games. Mike, you want to give your opinion on Joe Mixon? Honestly, Joe. So I, I listen. Joe Mixon and Austin Eckler were the two guys I was like, I'm not drafting those guys again. I made a mistake, right? Because obviously they they heard me say that and they were like, hey. You know, we're, we're, we actually are pretty damn good at football, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm happy with my Joe Mixon. I'm I'm eat, I'm eat, I'm eating I'm eating my words right now. I was I was very wrong on those two. Um, you know, I thought DeAndre Swift actually had a very good season, right? It just he got injured. I mean, he got injured. He missed four games. He got injured, and the team ran their offense better without him in there. I know, which was you know unfortunate. But he had some very good games. I mean, Zeke, for, you know, as bad as I think some people thought he was, he was still the sixth best running back this season, right? right. Now, looking next year, are you picking Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor first? Or someone else? First off the board. So, at the beginning of the season, I, I told everyone, don't draft CMC. I was on Derrick Henry. I told everyone to draft Derrick Henry. That was my number one overall. Yeah, um, points per game. And, you know – I mean, to be fair, Derrick Henry, you know, I didn't think he would get injured. He got injured. Um, Both of them got injured. Both of them are top, like, three points per game. Derrick Henry at one. Honestly, honestly, I'm not sure. It depends on how good the Colts' offensive line is next season, right? Because if they still have all those Quinn and Nelson, all those guys in the offensive line, then I might say Jonathan Taylor. Um, It also kind of depends on who the quarterback is. Because if they're running the offense through Jonathan Taylor, but he's in the passing game as well, that's important. Like, Derrick Henry is not a three-down back, right? Yeah. And and Jonathan Taylor isn't either because they have Naeem Hines. But Jonathan Taylor is much more active in the passing game than Derrick Henry is, right? But I am also nervous about Jonathan Taylor because in terms of injury, like, we haven't really seen him play. Like, a, like he played a complete season this year, right? But back-to-back seasons, especially because they're going into the playoffs, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Because he's going to be playing at least, you know, 
18, 18 games this season, right? And that's a lot of work for a running back. So I don't know. Honestly, one and two, I just – I would not want the one number one overall pick. Let me say that. Now, one name is Leonard Fournette. Yeah, he was incredible. Um, I mean, really out of the blue. I mean, depending if he gets paid a lot by a different team or he returns to the Bucks, uh, I think in PPR he should be a top a first round pick. If he's if he's PPR. with Brady, I think he I think that elevates his status because he's so active in the passing game because of Brady, so right? I, I think that, like, because when he was in Jacksonville, everyone saw him as, like, a, hey, hey, this side, dude's running the ball. He's he's not catching the ball out of the backfield. No chance. And I think Fournette's revived his career. Like, we all thought he was, like, people thought he was done when he was going to Tampa Bay. Like, it was over. No, then even at Tampa Bay, Ronald Jones was the running back one. Ronald Jones had a couple really good games last right. year. Right. You know? And Brady liked Fournette, I think, because Fournette is so good out of the backfield. Right, he can catch the ball really well. Um, I, I mean, I really like Fournette. I think that if he's on the Bucks, I think that's really good. It depends on which team he goes to. If he goes to a team like if he went to a team like with Kirk Cousins at the, as quarterback or quarterback who dumps it off a lot to running backs, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be very good for him. I think if he goes to a team that really utilizes a lot of running backs and really pushes the ball down the field like a Kansas City, hypothetically, I think that's going to hurt him because I just don't think he's going to be getting as many receptions. The other guy we're going to talk about is Najee Harris. I mean, great season. Ben's obviously not going to be the quarterback. And, and, you know, I think what's going to happen, like, I mean, there are a bunch of rumors, but I think Najee next season, first off, the O-line can't get worse next season, right? Yeah. So the O-line's definitely going to get better. He's going to go into his second season – and hopefully he can get a quarterback. I think they're probably going to get, like, I know Kirk Cousins has been thrown around. Aaron Rodgers has been thrown around. But those are guys who will, you know, dump it off to running backs. Those are guys who aren't afraid to just, you know, say, hey, listen, I'm not taking anything down the field. Like, let's just let Najee get a couple yards here. Like, I think Najee's a great pick for next season. He was really consistent this year, I thought, too. Like, I think he had a lot of games that were just very, like, very consistent. He got so many – yeah, go ahead. I have one more running back that I'm high on um, for next season. I want to know your opinion. Um, is Javante Williams. I love Javante Williams. I love him. I love him. I think he's so talented. He was the 15th best running back while splitting a lot of carries with Melvin Gordon, which is impressive. He didn't even have the majority of carries. Right. Melvin Gordon, by the way, was the 21st best running back in the, in, P, in PPR. Like, yeah, and there was one week that Melvin Gordon missed. Javante had like... 25 points. I love Javante, especially because I don't know what the Broncos are going to do at quarterback. I love Javante Williams next season. I think he's so talented and he just, he churns yards. His average isn't great, but... He had the most broken tackles by a ton. But he gets receptions and I think he should be the number one next year. And like, again, these guys, Gibson, Jacobs, like they performed where we thought they would. Camara was a bit lower because he missed a couple games. His, his average was very good. Um, you know, I mean, I think we expected that given that, you know, Breeze wasn't the quarterback anymore. Um, Cordell Patterson was insane. I think, I mean, honestly, I mean, he, he was incredible this season, wasn't he, Connor? 
Yeah, but I'm not I'm not drafting him high next season. Because you think he's uh, not going to be as consistent? I think he's not going to be... I think he's still going to be consistent. He'll still be good. He'll still be a running back two flex option, probably. But I, I, I think the, the Falcons have got to completely revitalize and change that offense. You, think, you don't think... At the end yeah. of the season, you yeah. saw them using Mike Davis more. Yeah. Um, you saw them targeting Kyle Pitts a lot more. Uh, you saw other guys kind of get in and... Patterson didn't have as good as second half of the season, uh, even just last few games of the season. Um, I think he'll obviously still have still have a role there as a return. I is he is he under contract for next year? Who? Um, Patterson. No, he's on a one year deal. So if he returns there, he he will probably have pretty good production. I feel like they seem to like. Uh, Ryan seems to like him a lot. They seem to use him in the red zone a lot. Right, they uh, use him in a I couple of things. I really don't see his production keeping if he goes to another team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't know if a team can utilize him as well as the, the Falcons did earlier this season. Yeah, I think injuries were a big thing that hit running backs this season. Like, if you had a running back that was healthy, I mean, again, like, Elliot played all 16 games and was he incredible in any of those like he wasn't great you know what I'm saying his average was 15.1 but he was healthy every game so he played every single game so I mean I think that you look at Cook and Chubb who missed four games each their average is good I mean 16 17 points but they missed four games and just it really fell off for in that way for those two and you know Jacobs missed a couple games I Running backs this season were, I think, disappointing. And and, and then let's talk about the quarterbacks this season because it was kind of all over the place for a while, right? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know I don't know who the QB1 on the season is. I mean, th- this uh, says – In terms of total points, it's Josh Allen. Right. In terms of points per game, it's either Josh Allen or Kyler Murray. Right. Um, I think it's still Josh Allen, though. So I think we saw a big shakeup because I think a lot of people drafted Mahomes number one, um, which makes sense. Which makes sense. Uh, I I would have if I was drafting a quarterback, I would draft Kyler one. I think. Yeah, and Kyler didn't have a good season. I mean, he had a he had a good he had an all right. He season. had a good season. He was just out for a while. Right. He missed he missed three games, which is which I is mean, big. He got he got people off to really good starts. Yeah. Um. You know, I think that. Patty Mahomes, I think, was a big letdown. I mean, because people were drafting him, not because he was number one. Oh, people were drafting him in the first round. Oh, he was drafting him in the first round. And he was the fourth best quarterback, which is just, I mean, it's fine. He didn't have a great season, I think, statistically. Um, you know, but, you know, he, he did good. I think, obviously, so I take try to take Brady every year because I can't really play against him ever. Um, I, Connor, what do you think? I mean, I took him in, like, the seventh round. Good pick? Yeah. No, I, I, I knew he was going to have that production. He would just one pick ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, both, we both were higher. We both knew we'd do well. That offense is way too good for him not to do well. Um, I mean, he's probably going to be now. It's still not a top five quarterback taken, I think. I think no. Allen, Herbert, Mahomes. Um, Maybe Burrow. Burrow, Kyler, Lamar maybe. I mean, yeah, Lamar had – I mean, he missed a bunch of games. I mean, he was just – he was disappointing. Um, but he'll be up there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, again, I also think that, like, like 
I mean, the quarterbacks this season, they were all I mean, there were a lot there were a lot who were pretty decent, I thought. Like, you know, I thought that Dak had a decent season, like Kirk Cousins had a decent season, like, you know, I mean, I think Joe Burrow was a bit of a surprise. Matthew Stafford, I think we all knew would be good but not great which i think is what he was yeah aaron Rodgers, we all knew he wasn't going to be mvp caliber like he was last. i mean well let me rephrase that let me rephrase that we didn't know we didn't think he was going to be like the like throwing as many touchdowns as he what did last season and, and just like as dominant yeah. fantasy wise he did have a down year fantasy wise but like i think he was i mean listen seventh quarterback is still very good i think jalen hurts is probably the biggest well, surprise so, <laughs> yeah, Jalen Hurts was probably the biggest surprise. Hurts was like QB one as of a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he had a hot end to the season. Missed a game, and yeah. But he was good. I think his running abilities, you know, it was set him up. No, apart. I know, uh, winning quarterback's always going to be up there um, in terms of production. I think. I think biggest bad. letdowns this season: yeah. Russell Wilson, probably your biggest letdown. A QB yeah, quarterback for sure. Matt Ryan was bad as well, and he played 16 games, and he was, you know, he was just bad. I want to say Dak for how good of a start he had. Yeah, Dak. Um, he yeah. had like 30 points the first three weeks, so then ended up under 20 points per game. Yeah, and then looking at the rest, I mean, there weren't any big letdowns. I think like no one really picked too many rookies this year. I don't think anyone picked Trevor or Matt like to be their number one, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, Mac didn't have a bad season by me. Like, Taysom he, Hill was a, was a bad one. Yeah. Any Saints quarterback. People were high on Taysom, man. Yeah. Um, let's go. Let's talk about tight ends. I mean, it was pretty. I mean, you know, you had a group of guys that you figure, like, <laughs> these are probably going to be the top five. It's kind of where they stand. Um, you know, George Kittle for missing three games, still the third best tight end in PPR. Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey. I mean, those are really – I think people took Kelsey one, which is understandable. Um, like Kelsey number one tight end off the board. I think Andrews probably a little bit underrated coming to the season, but overall I think he played very well. Um, Dalton Schultz I think was a bit of a surprise. Well, we, we went Jarwin instead, right? Right. We uh, took – we, we picked Jarwin. I mean, with that one it was more of a we, – we, we didn't know um, – We, I don't, I don't think we knew who was gonna, who was gonna play, um, who was gonna be the tight end one there. Like, and the end, we didn't know who, like, who Dak liked better because Jarwin was injured for like all of last season, right? Yeah, and Jarwin got injured again, and he was on IR for a while. Right, so. right. Kyle Pitts was good. I mean, listen, a significant drop between him and and three and three and four, I think. Right, I think you have Andrews and Kelsey. Those are your one and two. Kittle. Kittle, I think, is part of that group had he not been injured. Um, For sure. Schultz is your solid four. Like he's kind of that that middle guy. Pitts yeah, is the start right. of that that second tier. He was he solid. Was solid as a rookie. Played all games um, yeah. compared to like Dawson Knox, almost had the same amount of points, but played two less games. Um, I think Pitts, the biggest thing Pitts lacked this season was the touchdowns. They just did not come whatsoever, did they? Yeah. But I feel yeah. like... He didn't get that many red zone targets. And which is surprising. 
because I, I really didn't understand too much why that happened. I think next season you should expect him to get more red zone targets, right? So I think that Kyle Pitts next season, I mean, I think, again, if you're taking him fifth tight end off the board, I think that's still a good place for him now, right? Um, you know, Ertz had a good, you know, he had a couple great games. Goddard had a couple great games. Um, and I think it was tough to pick either of those guys because they were on the same team for the start of the season, right? So I, I don't know how many people were picking Goddard and Ertz just based off of who the quarterback was. Um, Gasicki's got a new contract. Hunter Henry got tons of red zone targets. I think Gronk might have been one of the best tight ends had he not been injured. Um, and kind of a sneaky one next season. I think Pat Fryermuth with a better quarterback can be really dangerous. So will he get as many targets with a better quarterback? Um, I don't know. I feel like he's a big red zone target, and I feel like you know he is Pittsburgh's number one tight end. Um. I do like him. I don't know. I think he, I think he's kind of like a, you could take him late rounds as your backup tight end. I think you could get away with it. You know, like Darren Waller got injured for a big portion of the season, but he was good when he played. I thought he was really talented. So some injuries at tight end. Connor, any thoughts? On tight ends? Um, yeah. I mean, you saw guys like Gronk and Waller who are both up there on average points per game, just face injuries. Um, a recurring theme for Waller, it seems. Uh, I don't know how high you draft Gronk. Um, obviously, he's still a big target for Brady, but uh, like going into next year, I guess, am I taking Gronk as a top five tight end? Probably not. Probably not, right? I mean, I mean, it feels like every season, like it's just kind of the same narrative. Like, may is this like his like? Will he fall off? Will he retire? Will he retire? And it's kind of hard to pick him as a top five, but then when the season comes around and he's playing, like he's getting, like yesterday he had, how many catches? He had like a bunch of catches over 100 yards. And yeah, then, he had 115 yards. Yeah, I mean, people probably started him in fantasy and he could have, you know, made a huge difference. Like, I said a thing about Gronk that, you know, you really never know, like, what's going to happen. He's a tough one to pick. Kickers, real quick. I mean, I think Nick Folk was probably the biggest surprise. Um, Evan McPherson was really good. Um, I mean, Justin Tucker was too. I think that was to be expected. I mean, I don't know. Waiver wiring kickers is pretty easy, so I think that this wasn't a huge thing this year. Um, I mean, there are a couple that people probably took. Harrison Bucker really did not have a great season. Um, so, talk about Greg the leg. Heesh. Yeah. Yeah, Greg. Greg Zerline, you know. I mean that's just a that's just a rough pick. I mean, he was awful. He's been bad all season. I, I stayed away from him. Defenses. I mean, this was kind of a. I don't know. I would swear, but I feel like it's just even too dirty for this channel. Um, it was a mess, Connor, wasn't it? Uh, I was right on the Patriots, was I not? You were right on the Patriots, but I think the rest of it was kind of messy. How are the you know the Cowboys being the number one overall defensive fantasies? Kind they of also played. NFC East multiple times. That's true, but they did get a lot of turnovers. They got a lot of – A lot know, of turnovers. Like, the Colts, I thought – I mean, I didn't think they would be that good. They were better than I thought they would be. The Bills were good. The Saints were surprisingly good, um, especially with how bad the offense was. I thought that their defense would yeah. suffer. The Dolphins were probably 
they turned it around so much in the last half of the season, didn't they? I mean, it was kind of crazy. I mean, some of these defenses got decimated by injuries. The Ravens, Steelers, mostly. Yeah. Just decimated by injuries. Washington football team was one of the worst defenses yeah, on the season. They just kind of were bad. They were just bad. Like it wasn't. It wasn't anything besides them just being bad. They didn't get turnovers. They didn't get pressures on the quarterback. They were just a bad, bad team. I mean, it's some weeks with like I mean that that Cowboys week. They must have had like negative twenty points. Yeah. It was, um. It's bad. I you know for how bad the uh, Chiefs defense was to start the season, they finished it at at eight overall. Which is kind of insane if you think about it. Like yeah. the eighth best defense. Tampa Bay at seven. Not it's not terrible. I mean they started strong and kinda of, Yeah, they kind of they kind of faded. Green Bay was all right. The Rams were, I think, I mean, they, they were taken much higher. They were thirteen this year. That was oh, they were they were like defense two for a lot of people. Yeah, that that was a disappointing Rams, season. Even defense one. Yeah. Um, no. Just uh, defenses, I mean, you can waiver wire them and, and make out okay, I think. Um, so, so wide receivers, let's go back to this. Cause I think this is probably the, the position that made her broke, made her, made her break your sister, make or break position. I think this season, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took Deontay Johnson and I remember taking him and I thought to myself, he better catch the ball this year. Like he better put two hands on it. And boy, did he, I mean, he, he 10th best wide receiver. Where did I take him? Missing I, multiple games. Yeah, too. he missed a bunch of games, um, and he had big Ben as quarterback. So imagine if he has you know, you know an actual competent quarterback. Um, it's league draft recap. So I I ended up taking um, Deontay Johnson in the fourth round. At you know, so I, I took him. You know, I took him about where he placed for. Um, where he was for wide receiver, I feel like. Right, right. I mean, I, I thought he had a great season. Mike Williams had a really hot start. I mean, do you remember his start to the season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Electric. And then he fell off. But he still... He got injured again, and then wasn't as good once he came back. You know? He still ended up as wide receiver 11, which is pretty crazy, I think. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm on Sanders scoring. Hold on. Let me go to PPR. Um, yeah. No, he's sorry. He's still 11. Yeah, he's still – is he? No, I think in PPR he's he's much lower. Because Renfro is – Williams is 19 in PPR. So, okay. yeah, again, he fell off, I think. DJ Moore, I think, was a quiet 18. You know what I'm saying? Like, he never really got any shouts this season. He was pretty decent. Like, he wasn't – he's not going to knock your socks yeah, off. Mean, he was good, and then Donald went out, and then Cam Newton's one of those. But I think – I think if – Carolina gets a QB next season. I think DJ Moore is a, you know, I think he's a guy that you got to look stick at. With Donald. You think so? And I think they'll do good with Donald. He, he did well with Donald throughout the year. Yeah. Just you had that six game gap where you had Cam Newton throwing the ball to no yeah. one. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Terry McLaurin was a huge disappointment this season, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. Just it felt like he was good though. Uh, at least from a football perspective, I mean that Heineke is such a bad quarterback. Um, I mean he's a twenty fifth wide receiver. I mean people probably yeah. took him as their wide receiver too. I mean he was a oh he was a wide receiver one. Yeah, in a lot of cases. Yeah. Now he shut up, shut up, Brandon Cooks. Amon Ross St. Brown. 
crazy. Twenty the end of the year. I mean, twenty fourth best wide receiver just because of the end of the year. He was a championship winner, playoff winner. I'm telling you though, Michael Pittman, if he gets a quarterback who's actually decent, can be a very good, very good pick. I think because I look at him and he's a very he's a talented wide receiver. Helton's probably leaving, so it's just going to be him. And I feel like Carson Wentz, like, he, they just stopped throwing the ball, didn't they? They just realized, right, like... They're, they're not going to throw the ball with Jonathan Taylor there. Yeah. Carson Wentz is not a quarterback. No. Carson Wentz is a, is a set piece to just sit there and hand the ball off. I feel like Adam Thielen had a great season, Andrew. but he, he just missed a few games. Like, that was it. Because yeah. he was... Good. He was well on his way. If you go by average, like he was well on his way. Like he was the, I don't know. uh, He was probably top 15 for average because he caught a bunch of, he caught a bunch of touchdowns this year. Yeah. Like him, Jalen Waddle was nasty. I mean, if Miami gets so many guys were up there with averages that just injuries took them out. I mean, Antonio Brown was. Well, like 20 points per game or something crazy. And he's also um, clinically insane. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Adrian Brown missed a ton. DeAndre Hopkins missed a ton of games. Robert Woods was out for a while. You know, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins will get – you know, I, next season, I'm not sure how I feel about DeAndre Hopkins. I just feel what, like – I'm just not sure. Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley took his mental break or whatever, but he was, but he's so he's such like, a talented player. I hope he comes back. He's so good. Yeah, AJ I Green, I felt was good at the end of the season, like especially when um, Hopkins was out. I thought he was pretty good. We were dead right on Julio. Yep, dead right. Just not good. Tannehill sucks. Um, Hunter Renfro, how about him? What an end of the season he had. I yeah. mean, wide receiver 11 in PPR. No, I mean, no uh, one. And I think the part of that was a factor of Darren Waller being Darren injured. That was a huge part of it. But well, Darren Waller got so many targets. But I, I think it'll even out more next season. I think yeah. Renfro will start to get more targets. His China route is unreal. I, he, I think he's one of the best route runners in the NFL. I mean, he, he is just like – you see the way he – I mean – He's not a big guy. He's not a fast guy, but he's so reliable. And I, I don't know, man. I think that Renfro is so underrated in the NFL. I don't. I think he doesn't get enough enough talk. Um, Mike Evans next season might be great too. Yeah, he gets so many red zone looks. He gets so many red zone looks. And with AB gone, you know, who knows what Godwin's going to do at the end of this season? Who knows what he's, he's going to? He'll third tag him. At least. I mean, who knows where he's going to come back like next season? Though? He just tore his ACL, right? I mean, Mike Evans could be next season, at least for the beginning of the season, could be a very strong like candidate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he could be one of those guys you draft, playing great, you trade him away for an end-of-the-season product, and you know you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think he's going to keep that – like he's going to have a lot of volume in those first few weeks and then – and then maybe not. Marquise Brown, I think a lot of people didn't like Hollywood because he, you know, he dropped so many balls. But 
I mean, he finishes the 17th best wide receiver in PPR. I mean, that's kind of insane, isn't it? I think they're going to sign another wide receiver and his production's just going to die. Well, Bateman was very good this season when he played, I thought. Bateman was very good. Yeah. And I think Lamar liked Sammy Watkins more. Uh, Hollywood really did better when Lamar was out and other guys got targeted. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, again, there were, there were, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I mean, what about the two guys I traded? I traded Tyler Lockett and Kadarius Tony for. I traded them for Jalen Waddle and T. Higgins. Great, great trade. That was that was a great trade. I mean, no way. No and of course, I traded them to win the league, anyways. <laughs> didn't matter. I mean, didn't matter. I think Diggs had a disappointing season. He just was not very good. No, he got saw. He dropped a lot of touchdowns, man. Dropped like two yesterday. It was bad. Uh, no, even the whole season. I don't know what was up with his hands. I'd still draft him high. I'd still draft him top five, maybe top uh, four. You know, I don't. I just don't love him next season. I'm not gonna draft him next season. I think I love my team. Um, you know, we're actually up. We're gonna hit a break. Um, we'll be right back. We still got players to talk about, so we'll be right back. Welcome back. The guy I want to talk about, especially. I mean, we're gonna talk about more. Elijah Mitchell, Connor, weren't you the one who told me to pick him up? I think you, I feel like you were. Yeah, uh, sounds like something I'd say, yeah. You know, I mean, for only playing 11 games. He was good. He was very good. And I thought, like, again, no. The thing with him, Niners running backs always get injured. Every always. year. Every year. Oh, God forbid. Um. The, that damn team, <laughs> the Niners, every year. Every year, Mahot, Mostert this year, like McKinnon, like a couple years, like every year. Oh, well, he Mostert, God. I, I, I want to take that guy in like the top five rounds. Do we think and, Ravens running backs make a comeback next season, J.K. Dobbins? I think J.K. Dobbins will be drafted high. I think he's a great running back. Um, he gets work in the pass game. Uh, they're not going to bring back all these guys they signed in one year, like Latavius Murray and stuff. I think Gus Edwards, um, I think he's, his contract's up. I think he could walk and go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were a lot of – I mean, Michael Carter I thought was pretty good. I mean, he missed a few games, but I thought he was pretty good in those games. I mean, for how bad the Jets were – I thought he was pretty good. Like talking about Miles Sanders. Oh. oh my God, he was a bust, huge bust. That was one of the worst coach football teams in the start of the year I've ever seen. They didn't run the ball. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, of course, the key to their success is them running the football. All yeah, game. Miles Sanders gets injured, and they run it more than they have the rest of the year. It was unreal. It was unreal. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, this season it was just, it was, it was all bad. over the place. It yeah. was, it's just a, it was such an inconsistent fantasy season. And if you made your way through it, you know, kudos to you. Like, if you made the playoffs this season, that's an impressive accomplishment. Like, because it was means your players do not get injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like it was just one of those seasons where either people got injured, people got COVID. Like, it just seemed like there were there were weeks in the NFL. Where I swear, like half of the like half of the league or more 
would just all be playing like crap. Like, there were weeks where I felt like all the top players were playing badly. Not just like a couple, but like basically where everyone, maybe besides like Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, all of them were playing badly. Did you feel that? Yeah, no, I agree. It just it, it felt impossible to like get a grip on who who is actually good. Like we know Jonathan Taylor's number one, but who who's number two? Like I'm not taking Jonathan Taylor number one. Yeah, like I'm taking Derrick Henry number one. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying this season though. Oh, this season. Yeah, like I, I we all know Jonathan Taylor was number one running back, but and he was number one running back by the way by like <laughs> seventy points. Like no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. By in PPR and standard, in standard it was seventy, like seventy-five. He was only one point five points more per game than Eckler. Just crazy though, isn't it? Because he yeah. put up forty-five more. One one less game. I mean, assuming Eckler does his thing, gets twenty something. So. Yeah, Eckler was pretty good. I gotta say, I was impressed by him and him and Joe Mixon this season. I was, I was very surprised. By them, but you know, it's just it's one of those seasons, Connor. It just felt like it was just tough to tough to predict exactly what was going to happen, and like you know, you go into a week where essentially it's a 50-50 coin flip, you know, according to ESPN, and you end up losing by like probably like, like thirty five. Like it's the, the the first week of the playoffs when. Uh, majority of people put up like 80 points per game. <laughs> well, Connor, you, I mean, like, had I not had a bye that week, I would have been out. Like, I, oh, yeah. And that was one of the worst fantasy weeks I've ever seen. No player had like a crazy good game. So many guys were out. It was a mess. I mean, that week, I literally think I put up like 60 points. And like, no joke, even if I had put my best starting lineup together, it still would have been bad. Yeah. Uh, that week was a mess. Like it, it was bad. Like, and, and like you could. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's one of those seasons, man. Where, like, DK Metcalf dropped thirty one when he basically hadn't been very good, and like basically since week eight. Like since week eight, DK was pretty bad. I would have won that week too if Jalen Waddle played. I know I would have. Do we talk about Debo Samuel again? Oh, we had Ayuk. Yeah. I mean, Debo Samuel's incredible. Like, running back, wide receiver, he could go high next year for Nick Connor. He will. He will go high. But I feel like he could get injured. Like, because he plays so much. It also depends on who the quarterback is. His production was a lot higher with Jimmy G. This is true. Um, It's really low with Trey Lance. But there's also a matter... Uh, they don't coach well with Trey Lance. They, they try to run the Jimmy G, especially at the start of last game you saw, they're trying to run the Jimmy G offense with Trey Lance and it wasn't working. doesn't work. And they kinda, then they kind of let him run run around, run out of the pocket, throw yeah. some side out. He, he did a lot better. It, it's an interesting development in, in San Francisco. Do you, th- do you think people stay away from Lions running backs next season? No. I think uh, – I, I don't think Javante Williams would uh, – Jamal Williams would be there anymore. Right. And I think we get Swift and probably Reynolds as the two, maybe Jamal But I think Swift, you still have a lot of pass catching possibilities. See, that's what I love about Swift. I really do think, I really do think he's talented. Like, I mean, he had some really big weeks this season. 
just feels like there's too many cooks in the kitchen right now. Yeah, Jared Goff loves to dump off the ball. I know. I love it. I love it so much. I love all the screens they run. I was so I'm so happy when I get to watch DeAndre Swift just catch ball after ball after ball. Like it's insane. Um, let's talk about Cowboys running backs really quickly. Like, what's the deal? Like, is Zeke gonna be there? Like, wh- what's gonna happen? Uh, Pollard's gonna get paid by someone. Thank you. Well, I mean, Someone's he should pay Pollard. Um, some. Uh, the Texans. Probably. He's under contract another year, right? Pollard? Or is he? Uh, or is he a free agent? I think he has one more year. But someone's going to end up paying him some year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, just, just, a, just a freaky season in the NFL, I think. There's just, like, one of the seasons where... Picking games was, like, almost impossible to do on a consistent basis for the middle of the season. I mean, there were some weeks, Connor, where it would feel like, I mean, just teams would just randomly lose. Yeah. One of those years, folks. That's your fantasy football season review. Right there, there you have it. Your best players, your worst players. Some previews for next season. Connor and I will come back to this in about, what do you say, like eight months? <laughs> like, a while. I think fantasy, we need a break. We're not doing too early fantasy. We'll, we'll come back in eight months. We'll give you your top blah, blah, blah. So there you have it. Thank you all for listening. It's been a pleasure. Fantasy football is over. So great year, great year. Thank you, Connor, for joining us. And uh, have a great day, everybody. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala.